the time is now. The place is here. We're going to have a little talk. It's just chat with Bree. Right now on KYBN Radio. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and the host alone and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the KYBN Radio Network. Due to its content, viewer discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whichever it may be for you. And today, I have a special treat for you here at KYBN Radio 98.1 FM. Normally, we do just chat with Bree during this period of time, but today is a special treat, and we're going to give you double indie artists. Now, today's artist is a very special artist. His big brother said, I think you should talk to my little brother. And I said, well, who's your little brother? Well, his little brother is Adrian Gregory. He is a business entrepreneur. Let me tell you, he's got some big things. And I don't want to tell you about him. I want him to tell you about him. So good morning. How are you, Adrian? Good morning. I'm, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, the pleasure is all ours. Thank you for coming. I like to jump into the meat and potatoes of everything. And with you, I want to take a little bit of time. First and foremost, before we get into the good stuff, I'd like for you to please tell the listeners who you are. Kinda. Not everything. You know, just give them a (laughs) teaser. (laughs) Tell them who you are. Tell them what got you into this industry without telling them everything and then when did you get started what drew you to doing what ultimately became what you do now did i confuse you with that i i hope not i will do my best to answer the question and uh, tell a little tell a little bit about myself but not everything about myself um (laughs) you mentioned my big brother lloyd gregory who was a guitar player and um we're 10 years apart. So when I was six, seven, eight, nine years old, he was 16, 17, 18. When I was 10, he was 20. You know, that, that, that type of chronological um, separation. But both, both of our parents worked. And so after school, he would have to take me with him. And, of course, being a guitar player back in high school, he was in the main jazz band at Berkeley High. And so I would go with him to rehearsals and fall asleep behind the drummer. So that was my first entree into music. And then as he got a little older, he was playing with bands that would open up for all the Motown group here in the Bay Area. And so I would be able to go with him and literally stand directly in front of the stage and see groups like The Temptations and Gladys Knight and Four Tops, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles back then. You know, so many different groups. I didn't really realize it then that obviously sparked something in me to want to be in the music business. I did as some children do take music lessons. I took piano lessons, trumpet lessons, violin lessons. I wasn't good at anything. <laughs> Either I wasn't good or I sure didn't have the discipline to practice hard enough to become good. I'm not sure which, but I, I like to say I wasn't good at anything. But oh. I did learn a little bit about, about music. I, um, I'm going to fast, fast forward. And when I was in college, a friend of mine who I'd known for quite a few years by the name of Rodney Franklin got a record deal with, it was Columbia Records. Records at the time, which is now Sony. And what record companies did back then when they first signed you, they put, took you out on promotional tours and paid for everything for you and helped get, get your record started and, and all of that. But then afterwards, 
they said, okay, well, we're done paying for everything. It's time for you to uh, go out and do your own thing. So Rodney came to me and said, I need a tour manager. And I said, well, what do you do? What does a tour manager do? He said, I don't know. Like, okay, I'll do it. And so we were off. <laughs> and and it was pretty much trial by fire. What, what was nice about that is... We met someone, or I met someone through Rodney by the name of Perry White. He was Earth, Wind & Fire's tour manager very early on, and he taught me the ropes about being a tour manager. He handed me a book of paperwork, like, you need to do all these different things. You need to follow this script, and you'll be fine. And I was. So I started out as a tour manager. Then I got a lot of incompletes in college because I was constantly on the road, but finally finished college and then moved down to Los Angeles. When I moved down to Los Angeles, at the time, Rodney was being managed by Jerry Heller. Jerry Heller, which people may know from the movie um, Straight Outta Compton, was a manager of NWA, but there was no NWA at that time. He managed a group called World Class Wrecking Crew and a couple other local, at the time, hip-hop groups in Los Angeles. And I called him and said, hey, you know, I really want to be in the music business. What, what can I do? Who can you introduce me to? And he introduced me to Lonzo Williams, who was a leader of the World Class Wrecking Crew, who had Dr. Dre, DJ Yeller, uh, Ice Cube was on his label, Crew Cut Records, and I began working for him for a turkey sandwich at, at lunchtime. In other words, I was working for free. <laughs> hey, you got to so, Totally volunteering, totally volunteering. But it was cool. I learned a lot. And then one day he came to me and said, you know, if you can help me make some money, I will give you percentage of whatever you make. And I'm like, cool, let's do it. And so we started selling, you know, the old term of selling records out of the back of your car. Right. You know, what that, what that was was for real. We'd go to all the record stores, drop, you know, 10, 20 records off on a, on a Wednesday or Thursday, go to the swap meets, do the same thing. And on Monday and Tuesday, we'd go, go back around and see if we could collect some money. And we could collect some money. We collect some money. I took a little bit. He took a little bit. We went and pressed some more records. And we just kept, kept doing that. From then, again, I'll fast forward a little bit. You told me don't tell, tell them everything. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll fast, I'll fast forward a little bit, and I started working with Ruthless Records and was a tour manager for NWA. I won't go too deep into that either. There's lots and lots of story, lots and lots of NWA stories, but I'll fast forward that, and I decided to start my own label. That was TNT Recordings. Our first group was Digital Underground. We got very, very, very fortunate that our first group was so successful. And we had a couple other artists, and one of those artists was Tupac Shakur. So initially, I signed Tupac Shakur and his group, which was called Strictly Dope, to TNT Recordings. You know, as many groups do, they fell apart, and I ended up, in, in addition to having Tupac on my label, managing him. And again, lots and lots and lots of stories. So I became an executive producer. I was, you know, I went from a tour manager to manager to executive producer. You know, started as an executive producer, spending much more time in the studio. I'll fast forward way to now, so we're 25 years later now. I'm now producing a lifestyle type of music, neoclassical, new age, mood music to relax to, called the Solo Piano Group with some terrific musicians from the Bay Area. Uh, right now, it's uh, Glenn Pearson, Derek McKinney, Janice Maxie Reed, Michaela Overall, and our newest pianist that we're going to be going to the studio with next week, Dee Spencer. That's a sh short story of about 40 years. And what a story it was. So now we've teased the audience a little bit, and I like it. 
<laughs> I like it. Our listeners have heard some names pop up in there that definitely, definitely, I'm sure, has piqued their interest. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more after we come back from this break.
thought you heard it all. There's more fun, more talk, more music just dead ahead. Don't you go anywhere because there's more Just Chat with Bree to come. Your one-stop shop all around Radio Network. And welcome back to our special Fabulous Friday segment with Atron Gregory. He is a business entrepreneur, an executive producer, a manager. He's had names. Has he had names? Atron, could you please tell us what was it like working with the likes of Tupac, Digital Underground, Stanley Clark, writing a book? Tell us about your book. I just want you to take this portion and talk about you. Well, thank you. So let's start with the book. The book is not finished. It's a long process. I'm not a writer. So what I do is I do things like this. I have someone who is a great writer ask me questions and we talk for hours and then we get it all the answers transcribed and then once we finish that process which we're not finished with yet we will go through everything or she will go through everything take out what she wants and she'll turn it into her own words and you know i look forward to it being finished when that is i have no idea let's see stanley let's go to stanley clark uh-huh. I first met Stanley Clark when they were doing the Clark Duke project up here at Fantasy Records, the very first one. And I want to say that was 1981, I think. We, you know, everyone can Wikipedia the record and see when it came out. So just back that up about six months. That's when Stanley and I met. And that was actually with Rodney Franklin and some other friends. He and I became, I'll just say, lifelong friends. I would see him out on the road when I was touring with Rodney. I would see, I see him and George Duke out on the road initially when, when I was touring with Rodney. And we'd see each other and say hello. But over the years after I moved down to L.A., we became friends. And, you know, when you first start in many things, you're broke. You have money you cannot eat. And Stanley fed myself and, a, and my closest friend, Michael, one summer every day. <laughs> wow. he, he gave he fed us breakfast every day and I, I may be exaggerating but I may not be exaggerating either <laughs> because we, def, we definitely had no money and so we were just doing everything we could odd jobs whatever we could to figure out how to eat on an everyday basis and that was actually in 1983 when I graduated from college and then fast forward maybe about seven eight nine years ago Stanley and his wife Sophia had a record label and still do caught Roxborough records and I said you know Stanley I can help you with this I ventured to help him with his label Roxborough and and then also at that time his record contract was ending with the label he was on, and I got him a new record contract with uh, another label called Mac Avenue, and I became the executive producer of his last two records. And one of uh, um, one of the records had a song that was Grammy nominated, so that was that was very exciting. And then Digital Underground was the very first group on my label TNT Recordings. I met uh, Shock, and at the time Jimmy Dwight, who was his, with his partner at the time. They came down to L.A., and we had Thai food in the valley, and they played me the cassette tape. Can you believe that? Cassette tapes. 
Wow. <laughs> Back then. So they played me the cassette tape, and I just loved the music. It was different, and it was unique, and, and that's what I was looking for. You know, we put the music out, and we got very fortunate that, you know, people gravitated to it and became a success. You know, at that time, because Digital Underground was such a success, people were, were looking to myself and Chuck and other members of the group to help put them on, as, as they say. One of the people that came to me was a young lady by the name of Layla Steinberg. When I was tour managing for Ruthless Records, I didn't just tour manage NWA. I tour managed J.J. Fad, Michelle A., and the TLC. Wow. And so one of the concerts was in Santa Rosa, and Layla Steinberg was the promoter. The artist that I was with at the time was J.J. Fad. And I just told, you know, Layla did such a great job. And I just told her, you know, if you ever need anything, Layla, just call me. When she had met Tupac, and the guys she called me and said hey they can have these guys i really want you to listen to them she sent me videotape i love them i i said you know why don't you introduce them to shock and see what he thinks shock shock love them and actually at the time only tupac came because what a lot of people don't know is ray love who was part of the original group uh, strictly dope with tupac is cab calloway's grandson and pete and ray's dad at the time didn't really want ray in the music business so he couldn't show up at the studio that day you know we still signed ray and his dad signed off on it at the time so we just went on the process of recording demos and you know strictly dope eventually broke up and and we just were recording tupac demos and quite honestly brie everybody passed on tupac everybody every every major company the companies i was working with through digital underground the companies i was working with within wa and michelle a because i built all those relationships everyone passed it was this new startup company called Interscope Records, and it was a A&R guy by the name of Tom Wally. You know, I was shopping a bunch of different artists at the time, and I gave him a stack of tapes, and I said, Tom, please listen to these tapes. He listened to them, and he pulled out a couple of them. One of them was Tupac, another one was Money B's group, and Money B was part of Digital Underground. Um, those were the two tapes he pulled out. Um, Money B decided to work with another label, Hollywood Records, and Tupac decided, you know, we collectively decided to work with Interscope. And it was just a, a great opportunity with an upstart label that really wanted to have success. And, you know, when when labels put music out, sometimes it takes off right away, sometimes it doesn't. You know, the labels that have belief and ability to stick to it can show great results. You know, you never know what's going to happen when you put music out. Your hope is it's, it does great and everyone loves it and everyone loves the artists that you, that you work with. You know, that that's your hope else you wouldn't do it. But you never know. So, you know, often people say things like, you know, did you know Tupac was going to be a star? Did you know Digital Underground, that record was going to be so big? You hope so. <laughs> that's why right. you do it. But, right. but you really don't, you really don't know. And, you know, in those early years of Digital Underground and uh, Tupac, we were just having fun. We were putting music out. We were making a few dollars, and we were we were just having we were just having a lot of fun. You know, it was a, it was a great time. It was just a great time. I can only imagine what kind of fun that was. Um, you have book, you have movies. I mean, I, I would like to get into that. I'd like to get into that the next segment. I would like for you right at this moment to give your website information where people can go and get a hold of you as far as seeing your releases, your things that are going on. Let's, let's give us your website information before we go into our, our break. Okay, so there's two websites. Our, our newest project 
has its own website, solopianogroup.com. The label website is tnt-recordings.com. And those are the two websites. You can also see us. You know, we're on every social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You know, we have TNT Recordings and Solo Piano Group and Atron Gregory on every social media. Uh, We're not on Twitch yet, but I think that's coming. (laughs) (laughs) I know I have a little bit of a rough time with that tweet thing, so... I can yeah. relate. <laughs> yeah. I can relate. Well, we are going to uh, go into a break. During our intermissions, we are actually playing your latest venture uh, during each segment. So we'll come back, and I would love for us to talk about your newest project, okay? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, no, thank you.
want your kids to have the best education and the best opportunities for a successful future, right? School's out for the summer, and though you want your kids to have a break, you don't want them to lose what they've learned over the summer. That's where kids to kids Tube comes in. kids to kids tubecom offers thousands of educational videos for tutoring, homework help, and continuous learning. Your kids can learn all year long with great tools and resources, plus kids to kids Tube has a scholarship fund to help pay for their education. kids to kids tubecom is way lower than the cost of a private tutor, plus a great opportunity to build a scholarship fund so your kids benefit now and in the future. Visit kids to kids tubecom right now for all the details and be sure to check out our free brand new laptop program. Go to kids to kids tubecom That's kids the number two kids tubecom Do it today. a fabulous Friday special segment. We are speaking today with Atrin Gregory. Oh my goodness. This young man, he does it all. Today, he has something special that he's sharing with us. Atrin, could you tell the listeners what that is? Yes. Our, our second solo piano group album is out today on all platforms. Please support us. <laughs> I guess there shouldn't be an ad right now, but hey, please support <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, plug it, plug it. However you listen to music, the only thing we don't have is CDs because people don't really buy CDs. So you can go to YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Deezer, Deezer Pandora. We, we, we are up on every platform today. So we're super excited, and I just hope that all of you go out and listen and share with your friends and, sh- and, and encourage your friends to share with their friends and that's how we, that's how we build that we build through community so please 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 listen solo piano group that's my plug for the day <laughs> okay so now tell us a little bit about the members and how you came to start working with them okay so all of the members i've known for quite a long time i'll start with janice maxi reed janice maxi reed is a, a very accomplished pianist she's she's a teacher she's on record she's toured around the world but most importantly she's also my friend i've known her from my early days as a tour manager she was a keyboard player with rodney franklin so we go back a long long time if i said how long janice might kick me so i won't say how long <laughs> but i let it i let everyone do the math but extremely uh, accomplished pianist vocalist um one of her students of many here in the Bay Area is Lettucey, and you know how well Lettucey's done. That was her, her one of her vocal students. So that's Janice. Glenn Pearson, he is the head of the music department at Alameda College. He is also the, the touring pianist of the Count Basie Orchestra. Oh, He's nice. also a member of my brother's band. So that's how I'm, I met Glenn years ago. And again, extremely, extremely accomplished, extremely smart man uh, the conversations we have in the studio as it relates to music and history of music I just learned so much just being in there talking to him and the experience recording with him is, is 
incredible. Derek McKinney. Derek McKinney does and has done a lot of underscores for the History Channel, the Neo Channel. He's worked as a, as a composer with Stanley Clark. With a lot, some people may or may not know about Stanley Clark. He, he's done, you know, multiple movies and television shows as a composer. So he's not just a bass player, as he would like to say. And so Derek has worked with Stanley. Of course, everyone has a music degree. I mean, that, that might just go without saying. Mm-hmm. Um, then there is Michaela Overall. Michaela Overall, I, I like to uh, tout her credentials. She has a degree, I believe, in psychology. She has a degree in music. And now she's working on her degree, her master's in music performance or classical piano performance. And she's just an incredible, incredible young lady. She doesn't, she's, she's younger than the rest of them. So she doesn't, her credentials are just growing now. She, she's just starting off in, in this realm. But she also teaches music as well. And just, just an incredible, incredible young lady. And then her mentor, Dee Spencer, is a teacher at San Francisco State. And, I'm, and because Dee and I are just getting together, Dee is not on this current record. She will be on the next one because we're actually going into the studio next week to, to record. And um, as, like I said, Dee, Michaela considers Dee her mentor. And when Michaela played the music that we're doing for Dee, Dee, Dee was, thought it was just incredible. And I guess they had a conversation and Michaela suggested I call Dee. I called Dee and asked her if she'd like to be a part of it and told her what we were doing. And of course, you know, everybody knows everybody here in the, in the Bay Area music community. And when I mentioned Janice's name and Glenn's name, she's like, well, if they're doing it, then I'd love to be a part of it. And so I'm, I'm excited for our sessions uh, this, this coming week with, with the G. And I think that's it. Was that five? I think that's it so far. Wow. wow. Yeah. So now this is dropping today. Yes. And we want the listeners to go find it. And it's titled under? Solo Piano Group. And the name of the album is Reflect and Chill. And, you know, I'm, I have that hip-hop background, so I didn't put and chill. It's the letter N. <laughs> I just couldn't, I, Bree, I just couldn't help it. <laughs> Completely it's reflect until. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's, that's cute. Um, yeah. So now, my goodness, we have a drop today. We've got an exclusive listeners. I want you to support, support this project. I've listened nice. Chill indeed. Chill Thank indeed. You. Very Thank nice. You. Very, very nice. We, oh my goodness, what have you not done? Maybe that's the question I should ask. <laughs> well, you know, we're working on TV shows. I've been on on documentaries and movies and all of that type of stuff, but we're working on TV shows, so I haven't done that yet. But we had at, we have actually gotten some of our solo piano music in, in a TV show recently, and I'm hoping to get us in more. Uh, the TV show, I, I need to give them a plug because they were so supportive. It's called Fifth Ward. It's um, a show that's based out of Houston, Texas, based based on the Fifth Ward. And so I, ha- I just have to give them a plug because they, they're the first people that supported us. You know, I called, I called called the um, producer, writer, director of the show and, and said, hey, can you put some of my music in? And he said, send it to me. He sent it to his music supervisor, and they found uh, one of the songs they could use. And, and that was from our first album. It was called Mellow Moods. And that, that song was actually 
uh, called Solitude. So, you know, anything entertainment-oriented, I've, I, I try to stick to. We're, we, we're uh, working to do some stuff with some video game people. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes, too. That long as it's entertainment-oriented. You know, I, when I was young, I learned how to fix brakes on a car, but, you know, don't ask me to do that now. I hey, I learned something fancy and new. I bought one of those battery things, and I it, it puts the air in it, and it'll jump a battery. All I had to do was read the instructions, and uh, it, it saved me a little bit of time, although it took me like 45 minutes before I decided to read them. So I completely, <laughs> I completely understand where you're at. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What a resume you have. Thank you. You know the one other thing I'd like to say about the solo piano group it's a, it's a collection of artists so we're and we're the only independent black company doing new age neoclassical minimalist mood music using only African American pianists or musicians. So I'd, I'd like that to be known too, because I think that's important. And that's part of the reason I got into this. When I was looking around a year or so ago about what I wanted to work on next, that's a void that I saw in our culture, in our community. So, you know, that's also part of the reason that I'm doing this. And, you know, just, I mean, just my little two cents, I think that is simply wonderful. Because if you think about pianists, um, and you have to say, okay, well, name someone that plays a piano, I'm probably going to go with the three people that most people know, and that's Little Richard, <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and um, Stevie Wonder, and Patrice Russian. Mm -hmm. That's all that okay. I can actually, you know, when if you ask me, and I, I had to, you know, do a game show, that's what I would come up with. And there really right. are more, and people don't know. Oh God, so yes. for you to be doing this, highlighting and spotlighting these great artists, I think it's simply a wonderful thing. And I and KYBN applaud you for it. And we, you know, we hope that as they grow and as you do more projects, that you will come back and share them with us. This is an open invitation for you to come anytime you like and share anything new that you have with us. Because, I mean, your resume is kind of okay, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it. I, I, I always tell my kids it's not what you used to do; it's what you do now. So I'm still working on it. Ooh, no, no, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just sitting here grinning. You can't see it, and I don't have a mask on, <laughs> but um, I am sitting here grinning. I'm so proud of you and, and your accomplishments. Thank you. And the things that you've done, the things that you're still doing. You know, because if you think about it, and if the listeners think about it, you have created eras of music and movies and just some of everything you have left an imprint and whether you look at it that way or not that that's a really powerful statement right there you have genuinely left an imprint and you're still working moving representing so i tip my hat to you and we're gonna go to a break and we're gonna come back with atrin gregory Soul, salsa and jazz artist Amaryllis, the Latin Phoenix, is pleased to present a labor of musical love and a dream come true through her new single titled Meet Me on the Moon from the new forthcoming album Midnight Lover's Sun. I am so sure you can find Amaryllis at thelatinphoenix.com. The new single Meet Me on the Moon available on Amazon, iTunes and CD Baby. Also from other music outlets. Available now.
Tire Warehouse has kept you running on the best tires for over a decade. Now Tire Warehouse Auto Parts and Accessories is providing front end and service parts. Call us at 754 Park. That is 754-7278. Tire Warehouse Auto Parts and Accessories. A member of the Tire Warehouse Group. Tire Warehouse. KYBN, Mountain View, California. Welcome back to our final segment of Fabulous Fridays. I am having a blast here. I'm learning so much about our guest. This young man, he has done it all. He has hung out with everyone. He's been everywhere, and yet he is still moving. Today, we are spotlighting his solo piano group, something new. I love it. I would love to ask you just a couple of questions, and i let you just take it away. Okay. My first question is, what was the best advice that you were given prior to coming in to any of these fields, and what advice would you give? The next question that I have for you is, with all of the things that you've done, with all of the things that you're doing, where do you see yourself going next? And I'm going to give you the mic. Okay. Well, thank you. First of all, I have to say thank you for all those nice compliments in the, in the last segment. That was very kind of you. I really appreciate it. Um, the, I've had a lot of people give me great advice on various types of subjects. One of my things that I live by now is some advice given to me, Umgungagui. Now, you're like, what the heck is he talking about, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, not at all. (laughs) But what that is, is Korean for constant pounding. And that just means constantly going, constantly moving forward, regardless of anything else. Just not stopping, just constantly going. And within that, when you have problems, the other advice is go back to your basics look at your opponent, and follow through. It took me a long time to understand what one of those things means. And I'll take the middle thing, which is 